I'm a very light sleeper. So I woke up and I then I, I hear. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're a regular fan of the show at this point. I am. Yeah? Yeah. I'm so awesome. I'm I know, a little bit behind really cool. right now. No but worries. Same. I love podcasts. Yeah. And especially podcasts that are just like a conversation. And you guys are also like very educated and like thoughtful. Oh, damn. It's just... <laughs> I like the conversation. Thanks. You're talking about we're not together. Yes. Yeah. Right? Our show. Okay. Our show, this show? Zach and Haley. Zach yeah. and Haley. The one with all the butt jokes. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Are these the little tidbits that you guys put at the beginning? Damn it, she yes. knows us. Damn it. She I'm knows. so excited. Yeah. Should we start the show? Yeah. everyone this is zach and this is Haley, and we're not, not together. together i always come in on the not together not... i never think to come in on the weird hey, it's fine yeah who even... i just gotta stress the not together <laughs> i get it that's yeah, the yeah, most yeah. important part we know who we are yeah we yeah. are weird we get that we are weird but and not the, together the weird is not together exactly <laughs> yeah. good 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 good. i'm glad we all got that settled how was your weekend it's good i um i spent all weekend shooting a short with uh, katie harbin and a bunch of other fsu people nice um yeah and it was just a silly thing where I got to play an FBI agent looking for a crazy bitch. That was the whole thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you sign an NDA? Can you tell us all I think this? I can tell us about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can talk about it. Um, yeah, Brittany Rosoff, who was on the show, was in it with me. Uh, yeah. That was fun. I don't think I've ever acted with her. So that was fun. That's great. Yeah, by yeah. the time this comes out, her episode will have come out. Yeah, so everyone will know who she is. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we just got to be... I don't know. So I, it was like kind of a SVU sort of send up. And so I got to be like a sexy cop. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like not like a sexy like like, hey, ladies, happy bachelorette. Like, no, uh-huh. but like a, like all the shows, like there's a layer of sexiness that everybody's everyone's always has their eyebrows raised. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, Elliot Stabler. From SVU. Sexy cop. Sexy cop. Sexy, sexy cop. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, um, there was a reaction shot of me and I'm just making this face and it's a comedy. So, but I, I got the DP to start laughing and then that got me thinking about what my face I was doing. And I was just like, well, sorry, I was just trying to do a sexy face. And Brittany's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, was, I said to Brittany, I'm sorry, have you not been acting like a sexy cop all weekend? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you could have fooled me, I oh, guess. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> You thought your motivation was sexy cop. Sexy cop. Well, literally, it said cute police officer in my character description. So, yeah, naturally, you I translated should, that I to sexy. I leaned into sexy. I should have stayed cute. cute. You should have been totally adorable. Fine. Like I get it. Like you had the evidence and you dropped it. And you're like, oopsie. Oops. I do a little bend and snap. <laughs> <laughs> what if you had your own little cute catchphrase? Oh. Did you have one? No. I just, we just, I, I got, what did was your get character's to, name? Brad. Brad. Yeah. So be like Brad. Brad Brad self crimey. Ooh, yeah, getting a little uh, little baby play. I like yeah, that. I'm just trying to get cute. Yeah, that is cute. It's Ooh. a little too cute. We're looking for. <laughs> that's why I went went to went sexy. sexy yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard though, um, man. It's, it's hard. <laughs> uh, it it was fun though to see a a male character in a script described by how they looked usually it's the female totally character who's like you know she's hot but she doesn't know it and all that stuff. yeah always hot but she doesn't know Yeah, it. there's always that stuff i don't know i think a lot of hot people know they're hot i think they do um <laughs> i think that's the thing um hot is hot but yes. um yeah it's just it's funny that's like a certain thing like an actress in hollywood or like has to see all the time 
Yeah. I feel like. And yeah. men don't get that certain level of it's always like he they talk about his job and his nice jawline or something, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's his always five o'clock shadow. Yeah. It's always about like in books, like the girls uh her blouse clung longingly to her breasts or <laughs> yeah. some bullshit. A lot of clothes have a lot of feelings about boobs mm-hmm. in books, yeah. Fair enough. Um, speaking of mm-hmm. short films sure. and films in general. I was talking about like women in the workplace, but yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that too, that too. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're, we're getting there we're on getting the same there. page. We're both, both ways, both paths. All Meet us here. lead to Carissa. Carissa <laughs> so today we're having our good friend Carissa, who is a director of photography. Hi, Carissa. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. excited. So me I too. said this a lot on the show, but this time I actually can mean it. But so you're a big fan of the show. <laughs> I am. I've listened to most episodes of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Look, listening to most episodes of our of show, anything. of anything, it means you're a pretty big fan. That's I'm like, huge. Yeah. That's there's. I'm so flattered. What, there's uh, like what 14 episodes out by the time we've recorded this that's that's like half a day mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot that's yeah. a commitment it's also a way to catch up with my friends without being there but yeah. oh, <laughs> so that's... i can like see what you guys are up to um that's but now i'm sweet. so honored to be here in person it's Aww, great yeah. now we can catch up for real is yeah it, and, then is... p- and then all our other friends can catch up with you now ah uh-huh yeah. oh my God. is it everything you ever dreamed it to be <laughs> um, and more <laughs> Well, I don't know. I've never been on a podcast before, so Are you I'm, excited? I am and nervous. Yes, good. Talking is not my strong point. But no, I you, disagree. You, yeah, oh yours God. is looking with <laughs> looking through with a my glass. eyes. Yeah. Um but yeah, so today we're gonna talk about queer people in the workplace and also uh women in the workplace. Yeah. And then specifically, um what Carissa brings to the table is that Carissa works in a very male-dominated field. Mm-hmm. Unless you work at Reverie, you're probably in a hetero-dominated field. Yeah. Um, so, for example, where Zach and I work. Buffalo Wild Wings. At Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> There's, you know, it's like going to be, you're going to be a minority as a gay person. You know? For real, though, we are in, working at Ridiculousness is like literally, it's, it's, um, it's not just the office, but just the tone of the show is so straight. Yes. It's like, it's um, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, and then, yeah, and then Carissa, as a director of photography, it's, you know, it's pretty rare to see women in that role. Not because women don't want to be in that role or not because women can't be in that role. But again, it is a boys club. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, traditionally, men are thought of as behind the camera and women are often the muse in front of the camera. So I feel like that's kind of where it starts. Mm -hmm. Or like women makeup department or something. Exactly. Work in makeup and wardrobe, which is fine. A lot of women do, but a lot of men do also. Yeah. Uh, But there are these weird gendered roles in the workplace and in specifically in film and television. I mean, when I back before I was doing a lot of writing, I was doing a lot of grip and electric work and for those of you not familiar, um, grip and electric involves a lot of lighting and basically basically they're kind of like they help the DP, mm-hmm. you know, light scenes or shape lights or I mean, I definitely tended more towards the lighting, but, you know, setting up uh, C stands or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that is a very male dominated area. It's, I mean, yeah. A lot often of sweaty, I was, sweaty, big guys. <laughs> yes. So that's the thing. Often my coworkers were big big dudes mm-hmm. and I was you know tiny tiny lady do you feel like you have to prove something the second you walk on set 100% because especially in g e 
there are a lot of those like super burly guys and also every guy wants to seem really strong you know because they're they're oh. also trying to outdo each other okay so then you you know like a lot of guys there are these big stands called triple risers yeah. i mean you guys know mm-hmm. they're pretty heavy they're massive and um you know most people should and only carry one at a time but there are these like burly guys who you know want to carry one on each shoulder to prove they're tough guys you know um i mean i can carry one but there was yeah, like great. so much to be like but there was a lot of pressure like i did feel like the want to want to carry two and then i would you know carry like actually no i'm talking about mambo combos triple uh-huh. risers i can carry two of those yeah. Those big ass mambo combos. Am I right? Oh, yeah. It's been a long That's time right. since I've done this. <laughs> Is a way? Can you try and describe it in a way that other people who don't know film jargon could? You're right. Um, so they're basically like giant tripods for big ass lights. Yeah. So like a like a metal palm tree. Yeah. In reverse. Yeah, <laughs> like down. an upside down metal palm tree. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> that extends. Yeah, but they're meant to hold these massive, massive lights. So yeah, they're giant. Yeah. So uh, these guys, these burly guys would try and carry two mambo combos at once i could carry one at a time but there is that like you want to prove yourself i think there would be times when i would try and carry two triple risers at once because i want to be like no i deserve to be here yeah you know i imagine i'm just imagining these big guys (laughs) holding these like massive stands just yelling hot tips extra loud just so people can (laughs) mostly like yeah to get out of the way but mostly like look at me hey hey mr strongman over here and again hot tips is what you yell when you're carrying hot tips big long things that you might smack someone right right right, right. there's a lot of film jargon actually i think it's it's hot points right it's hot points points, because it used to be hot tips but that sounds like hot tits Tits. (laughs) yeah i don't really hear hot anymore in general people just say points points yeah yeah i'm not on set that much anymore is why it's not not hot anymore? I don't know. Um, I think we just said hot tips in film school. I remember <laughs> saying that. I think it is. Po- I hear points a it lot. It might be like an East hot Coast points. versus West Coast. Interesting. Thing too. Yeah. As it long is as, hotter in Florida. It's true. As long as nobody <laughs> tries to say like, no, this is the thing and the only thing. I feel like people tend to do that. But yeah. So, <laughs> as a queer person in the workplace, yeah. um, especially like where we work now, I don't know if this is kind of the most. I don't know if you've ever worked in even more like kind of hetero or very straight environments. Also because you mm-hmm. have a job where we work at ridiculousness yeah. and you often contact the people that we use in our clips yeah. who are the aggressively straight oh people. Oh my god, typically. it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um honestly, most of the people are pretty okay, but every so often I don't know, you run into like some Chad who's like kind of a douche um the biggest thing the most disheartening thing is scrolling through comments because you have to just to track people down a lot there's yeah. a lot of detective work involved to find people who are in these videos and you see people say the worst things you've ever seen mm-hmm. um on on instagram in comments which is so weird because like i don't know why you'd want that to it, you're creating a paper trail of how bad of a person you are every time you do that. Yeah. And it's, but it's, it's, it's so disheartening sometimes. Sometimes I really have to like walk away for a second when I'm just looking at a clip of like somebody, somebody getting kicked in the nuts and like, that should be like, you know, that should be a fun day for me, but no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I have to go through this thing where somebody's calling somebody like, a, Oh my God. The worst is like, there's a video of a guy like, peeing on a sleeping friend and then you have a bunch of comments like huff like miss me with that gay shit or whatever and like that Mm. that's not that's a 
that's a frat bro thing. A fun a prank where you pee on your friends. Which that's it, yeah, which like is also weird and crazy. That's but. weird and crazy, and that's a straight person thing. It can be a gay person thing, but usually it's two consenting adults and there's plastic put on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. But yeah, it's just that stuff blows my mind. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's it's awful. I, I um I've actually most of my like office jobs I've had a like been lucky enough to have a lot of female bosses. I, I, was, oh, work, I was just talking about working for Stand Up to Cancer and Pam Williams Productions. I was working under three executives, all of them female. Um, and like it, it was a good work environment. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't had a honestly I haven't had too much of a toxic work environment, um, mm-hmm. at least in film. Um, the only time I really it was like not great. And this was like kind of a small little thing. Sorry, to, I don't mean to steal the microphone for too long, Mm-mm. but um, uh, it was a couple of years ago, I was working in a restaurant uh, called the Tam O'Shanter, which is like the oldest restaurant in LA. It's so old that like Walt Disney still has a table there. Like it is his table. For his ghost. For his ghost. Wow. And, and it's his head jar. So the two of them can have <laughs> conversations. Um, and uh, there's a little plaque on it. It's like, it's a small little table, but it's never moved. It's never changed. And, and no, can people sit there? Or yeah. You know, oh. People like specifically ask for it all the time. Right. It's it's because it's also sold. You have a lot of old customers there who have literally been gone, going there since they've been born. You know, like. Right. So it was my kind of, I think my first pride out here. My first pride um, single as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like feeling pretty good, feeling like. I, I was just at the Outfest booth because I do a lot of work with them. And I was, um, I don't know, it felt good to just kind of give back and, and um, I don't know, be around like my people. And I felt really good. I got this little uh, pride pin that was the, um, it was the uh, pink triangle, which for people who don't know was a symbol used in the Holocaust to um, show who was gay. Um, and that's been reclaimed as a uh, kind of a, Pride more pride, a pride symbol. And so mm-hmm. I had a pin like it, was, it wasn't huge. Um, and I decided to put that on. My, so I, I went straight from the vest to my shift and I decided to put that on my vest. I was hosting there because a lot of people put pins on their vest. Um, and about halfway through the day, um, the the one girl boss was like, hey, Zach, do you um, can I just speak to you for a bit? And then I, I followed her and then was followed by all the other male bosses. So they clearly were like, we're like, Hey, you have to do it yeah. because we can't do it. Ugh. Otherwise, it'll be whatever. And so they were like, hey, so um, we can't really we don't uh, allow pins here. Oh, uh, um, other people have uh, pins. Yeah, it's just they have Tam O'Shanter pins and we don't we just we, it has to be the brand, you know. Oh, well, Gray has a Kingdom Hearts pin on. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, I guess we'll have to talk to him about it. But anyway, yeah, we're just going to need you to take that off. It's just, um, OK, it's just it's Pride weekend. and I was feeling like and I, I mean, I don't I don't I, I guess I, I get it, but it's Pride weekend and I, I was just feeling very prideful and, and thinking about, you know, how far I've come and and what that means to me and all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. We just, you know, we just don't want some old guy, you know, you know, yelling at you or, or whatever for it. And so if, you know, it'd just be better, you know, just for you, if you, you take it off, we just don't want you to, you know, get your feelings hurt or anything. Um, and at the time I didn't think about it so yeah. much. I was just more like, yeah, okay, I guess like, I, I guess I sort of, part of me thought like I wasn't going to be allowed to wear this the whole day, but, mm-hmm. um, but what's so weird is like, nobody said, anything mean about it in fact everybody was like every all the customers who came in were like hey great pin or oh my god prides this weekend i totally forgot i'm gonna go like i can't wait Mm -hmm. um and it was just my bosses who were like thinking about some old fart that might come in who might say something and then and then what what, even if they did say something i'd just be like okay sir like 
Yeah. Whatever. You're like, yeah, I'll still sit you down. I'll sit you down. And, and then you don't have to see me ever again. Yeah. And then also, <laughs> would you, do you want that customer? If, yeah. if, if that, if there was going to be a customer who was going to make a ruckus about one of your employees being right. gay, do you want that customer? You'd rather tell your customer to, so you'd rather tell your employee, stop being visibly gay than uh, kick out a homophobe. Right. Is that the type of person you want, you know, setting the ground rules for our, that's also the type of person who like, if you go on their Facebook show, like has a Nazi flag in there, you know what I mean? Don't let crazy people set your rules. Right. Yeah, you should yeah. have your own standards. Well, yeah, it's just, if you're, um, if you're saying, hey, like, I'm t- like I'm totally with you, but like maybe just like a little quieter so that the the Nazi over there doesn't get upset. Like exactly. then you're you're siding with the Nazi, right? And you're a Nazi. Exactly. <laughs> that's just like that's what like by association. Yeah, it really sucks when people go out of their way to make those people feel more comfortable when yeah. you should be right. trying to make the marginalized person feel more right. Welcome. Yeah, that's my point. It's like there like, are some people. Yeah. I mean. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion, but honestly, there are some people whose opinions don't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is also like a super small, 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 like minor microaggression, you know, like a lot of people get way, way worse stuff. People have gotten right. fired for being gay. It's not um, or, or or trans or, or just something that doesn't conform to a heteronormative, heteronormative like workspace or whatever. Right. Like it, it's not um, protected across the United States. The uh, Supreme Court is is deciding like th- at this year um they're looking into three cases as to whether or not um that counts under like the like the the civil rights, you know, like on the basis of sex, like if that counts mm-hmm. um if we should protect people for being who they are. Um, well, so that's scary and weird and could be good, but also could be Yeah, really it's bad. also one of those things where even I bet states that have protection laws it's probably insanely hard to enforce you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. it's probably like how do you prove right you know all these if an employee complains first of all it takes a lot you have to like probably get a lawyer and all that shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but um how do you prove that it was because of your gayness that you were fired you weren't you just know? incompetent right the, the employer could easily come back <laughs> and say they did this that and the other or even something as simple as like oh well you know we have a work culture here that, yeah. you know, they didn't blah, blah, blah. Or they were late one time, There's you know. There's plenty of places that all you have to do is say, it's my religion. And then you're like, great, that's fine. Right. Like, all right, well, it's his religion and you're mm-hmm. gay. And so, oh, well. Yeah. So, Carissa, yeah. you're uh, the line of work you're in, you're a department head. I mean, yeah. in your line of work, you know, in the movie making business, in your field, you are the head mm-hmm. of that part of movie making you know there's the director the producer and then the dp is the head the department head Mm -hmm. of camera the visual lighting Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so as that do you i mean you i'm sure you've had a lot of men work under you and a lot of women work under you do Mm -hmm. you find that that men maybe look at you different or act differently if they're have you ever found that some people are subordinate and maybe don't respect you or do you hopefully not not see that that much I've I've run into that a little bit but I'm very lucky that I get to bring on my own people my own camera team and my own grip and electric team and so for a while now I've been a DP which is short for director of photography or cinematographer uh so that's what I mean uh Mm -hmm. but uh since I've been doing it for a while, uh, I haven't run into that as much. 
uh, because, you know, people who respect me hire me and then I hire people that I respect. And it's a lovely thing. Um, And I also I work with a lot of young people. Um, I'm kind of still in the zone where I'm doing a lot of uh, web stuff and short films and there's a lot of like excited young people on it and I I have a lot of hope for our generation um because I see a lot more respect happening mm-hmm. but I I hear a lot of terrible stories um just coming from bigger studio jobs or uh-huh. whatever where there's a lot more um people from the older generations right the um, old guard traditional of exactly yeah. exactly like they're used to traditional ways and and they're like I I still call it cameraman. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> just like really, I don't understand that. Like, why it's can't so weird. you just include the other half of yeah. our it's, society? It's, it's not hard. It's so weird. Those people. And it's the same people who are like, we say Merry Christmas here. Right. We don't say happy holidays. It's like, why are you so who care? Like, why are you so mad about it? Because happy holidays. Guess what? Also includes Merry Christmas. Right. It, it just also includes Happy Hanukkah and all these other holidays, but like yeah, it's also the same camera people, person includes also, camera man. It's also <laughs> the same people who are like all like I don't understand why you're so bent up about these pronouns and things <laughs> like that. Like you 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 think they're like worrying about who they like like their labels of who they are, are less important than your ability to say cameraman? <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. ma- like you're you're the one freaking out. It seems like not yeah. the other way around. Like yeah. it's it's so funny. Just like go against your grammar a little bit just to make someone feel like they belong. It's not even like grammar <laughs> to say camera person. Oh, I guess right. with, with yeah. pronouns, yeah. that's camera. a thing. Right. But, oh yeah. yeah. Oh sure. But even then, I think like if we're talking like they, they has been like widely accepted as me being singular, even like vernacularly for a very long time. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at that point you're just being fickle and and right and of yeah. course you have no complaints because when someone says cameraman merry christmas or he him it includes your it thing. always always relates to you yeah. you've never had it not relate to you yeah so it's like it's just yeah it's just so annoying to yeah. be like oh yeah if i change this one thing i can include everybody or include that person yeah it's just um, they're getting a quick like glimpse of wait it might not be me like i think the world doesn't revolve around me yeah they're a little scared or threatened i think yeah both yeah yeah we say this all the time like when you're so used to privilege equality feels like oppression Mm -hmm. you know because everything is always been your way like everything you were taught has been right and everything you say has been right and you know you've been given it and then now that other people want to have what you have all of a sudden to you it feels like what the fuck ah (laughs) you know what i mean so do you have any onset stories you said you've been mostly lucky you've you've heard horror stories but do you have any onset stories of just um yeah bumping into sexism in the workplace definitely um a lot of it is those smaller kind of subtle things um but when i first moved to la i was doing a lot of acing um i was a camera assistant and uh that's when i obviously like didn't have control over who i worked with as much Mm -hmm. and um, I did feel the need to prove myself and be one of the boys. Um, and I just, I remember I was second seeing on a Nickelodeon show and I just wasn't treated very well. Um, I was acing for uh, two cameras. Usually there's supposed to be two ACs when there's two cameras. Oh. Um, 
And the first AC just acted like I was supposed to be on top of it all the time, even though I was doing, doing twice, double the work. Twice mm-hmm. the work, yeah. And um yeah, he would yell at me sometimes and be mean. And I don't I think that's more of a universal thing that he would have done with a guy too. But sure. I remember with that particular group, um, we would go out after set sometimes and I really wanted to just fit in and show that I was tough and mm-hmm. and could take anything that they we're talking about and um i just remember them like a whole conversation where everyone was talking about people on set that they hooked up with and like uh second N- acs nice, that they fun. fucked and yeah <laughs> wow and, sounds like a great great a work discussion <laughs> yeah having. and at the time Jesus. i was like oh i'm i'm cool i'm one of the guys i can <laughs> i can be a part of this and mm-hmm. um but now I, I don't feel the need. I, I want people to know, like, I am a woman. I'm not the same yeah. as you. Like, right. Fuck yeah. Um, and at the same time, like, that's a, just a boring conversation. More so than just making me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really. There are so many other more interesting things to talk it's about. It's not even right. a conversation. You're just listing things. <laughs> yeah. You're just a BuzzFeed listicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I had sex with this person. And- One. Too and this person. Yeah, I love that's I, I love that. I'm glad you like you kind of shed that sort of that feeling of being one of the boys. I feel like that's such a that's such a real thing. If if you're a minority of any mm-hmm. sense, you like how do I fit into this club? Right. Yeah, and, and I've really like had that mindset from my whole life. I just yeah. wanted to be one of the boys when I was a kid too, mm-hmm. um, and just prove that I was tough. That was big for me because I was. I was really shy and didn't talk much. So I think being good at sports and like and proving that I was strong and stuff was a way for people to notice me. Yeah. Um, and I remember like when I was really young, um, this kid who was even younger than me was like, well, technically men are stronger than women. Ooh. And um, I was like, that's not true. And it is like true in a general sense, of course. But um I, I like challenged him to arm wrestling awesome. and I beat him Yes, <laughs> and I was like see it's not true and he's like but in general it's true and I was like no shut up <laughs> I, I appreciate you saying that because like I think that being one of the boys is like a big pressure especially when you are a woman with ambition mm. and the sad thing is is that whether you actually I think that a lot of us think that we want to be one of the boys but in reality we just want our dreams real life we want to be on top yeah yeah you want what they have you don't need to be them to exactly yeah but i think that there is that a kind of feeling that we do because Mm -hmm. in order to get ahead sadly the way the industry is now and the way a lot of work structures are Mm -hmm. because of misogyny a lot of men are in power Right now, well, like, the women. like you were saying, you're you're lucky enough to be able to bring on your friends, but those people are also bringing on their friends, and mm-hmm. so I get the, the yeah. feeling of like I need to be friends with these people, I guess, to, to get anywhere. Yeah. Do you do you have an idea or what it was or when it was where you kind of were like, hold on, I don't need to be part of this. I could just do my thing. Mm. Was it when you started getting your regular DP jobs? Yeah, I think it was somewhere like I grew a lot, and um, I was regularly DPing Mm -hmm. and um, so I didn't have to prove myself as much Mm -hmm. and now like uh, I'll be 29 soon and I feel like I'm not the baby anymore and I feel like I can let my my experience and my talent speak for itself yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah it's really nice I like getting older (laughs) it's cool it is I can relate to that experience a lot because when I got this current writing job I mean I've been at this 
job for a while now. And I got this writing job when I was 23, which was very fortunate. Um, but I was the only woman in the writer's room. And just about everyone in there was around 10 years older than me. I think the next youngest person was probably 27 or something like that. And then everyone else was in their 30s. Um, so there was a huge, because not only was I the only woman, you know, and everyone's looking at me as, and that's, that's always a pressure when you're the only woman in a situation, you feel like, whether it's true or not, you feel like you have to be an example of women in a way. Right. So it was like, not only am I the only woman in here, but I'm also the youngest and the least experienced. So I have a lot to prove. And you're less sure of yourself and you're less yeah. sure of your talents. So you do feel like you need to do all this stuff to fit in. And when the boys are joking about shit, you know, about having sex with women, you feel like you need to joke too. Mm. And, you know, that was back then. And now I look back at that and it it sucks. I hate that I joined them in that kind of stuff. But, mm -hmm. you know, again, I, w I was young and inexperienced and just trying to fit in. When you're the youngest person and the only woman who like wants to say something, it's scary to go up against all these people who are 10 years older than you, sometimes 20 years older than you. Yeah. And to be like, hey, this isn't cool. This makes me feel weird. Yeah. You know, and of course they look at me as a lesbian and they're like, she's just like us. She loves, you know, she wants to yeah. have sex with women and blah, blah, <laughs> right. blah, you know. Um, so there's Ob that pressure. Objectify women with us. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, um, and, you know, again, like I happen to love sports and, you know, that's was such a that's such a big part of how we all communicated. Mm -hmm. And again, now the room has changed so much and it's so much better and like that kind of shit does not happen mm -hmm. anymore um and now there's another woman in the room which is great mm -hmm. but again she is very she is like has very thick skin also loves sports like there is still a part of this thing that we all have to like in order to feel like we fit into this room right to make it like cohesive you do have to kind of like maybe talk about a lot of stuff you don't want to talk about and like me and her will talk about stuff like oh my god Lizzo's amazing blah 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 and like no one else in the room cares oh, <laughs> you know well they can go to hell exactly they can all go to hell <laughs> Lizzo, but, Lizzo's here to save us all <laughs> exactly but I think it is getting a lot better you know there are certain things like so I was in that room the day after the Trump election happened I was in that room and I had to be in that room and Obviously, everyone was in a very somber mood, mm -hmm. and this was before we had the other woman in the room. I was still the, at this time, I was the only woman in the room, and I could not help but like cry. Obviously, like I cried all day long for obvious reasons, but I just remember feeling like so badly that I didn't want to, you know, and that I couldn't cry because I couldn't be like, oh, the woman in the room crying, oh, wow, yeah. you know what I mean? And because no one else was, everyone was obviously like, oh, bummed out, you know, but obviously they're all straight dudes, it's not sure. gonna affect them, but, um, yeah, but I remember just not wanting to be that. But again, because you're not just representing yourself, you feel like you're representing all women. But it just sucks that you have to like in order to represent all women, you have to or what or like all gay people or all, all whatever, like you have to be a straight white guy like or something like. Right. That's that like that's the acceptable form that we will take. Exactly. Like, you're so right. It's such a flawed way to. To like, think, those but guys I, should be allowed to. If they were really upset about something, they should be allowed to walk away and cry about it. Totally, like, too. like that's totally. I've, I've had, I've definitely done that um, in an in an office setting once or twice. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Good, and you shouldn't yeah. be. 
Yeah, but you're right. It is this. That's just like, again, it's just the old guard that still kind of exists, and it's just because, again, the old guard are the people who are at the top right now, and you do feel like you have to cater uh-huh. to how they act and how they talk to each other and how they you do have to like it does feel like you have to get into that locker room culture Mm -hmm. sometimes depending on who you you know who you're with but yeah yeah I think I (laughs) I have an especially soft spot for old white men because I I think it comes from daddy issues Uh, (laughs) but like I think growing up my dad especially doesn't like change and I think I always tried to be his little girl for Mm. him and I still I still try to protect him a lot but um, yeah, you, is that I'm just realizing that recently. It, so hmm. was it hard to um, balance being like like his girl, but also wanting to be that like that sports kid that like, you know, that tough hmm. sports kid? No, like the sports thing wasn't uh, he he loved coming to my games. Yeah, and stuff. yeah I think dads love it when because my dad, true. I'm also, a, you know, daddy's little girl. Yeah. And dads love the sports thing. <laughs> yeah, they're into that. So. It was more just like when I started dating and I was so oh. afraid to tell him and I just like talk about anything that personal and, yeah. and showing that I'm growing and that you're um, a woman, that I'm a woman. Yeah. yeah. You have to hide that. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I could say I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot more change happen within the last few years mm. and it's really great. And I think it's a great time to be a woman in the film industry right now because people are going out of their way. Um to hire women Mm -hmm. at least people are are really making an effort and sometimes that can be annoying uh just because like you know you just want to be considered as someone who's talented and good at their job and Mm -hmm. and someone and people will often come to me and immediately say i need a a woman dp (laughs) right Um, right to like make up we have to make up for lost time yeah but But it's also annoying to say i need you just because i need a woman here rather than it's yeah. like when there's a co-ed league and it's like, oh, will you pitch for us? Because we have to have a lady pitcher. However, right. I do feel it so hard. Have you ever like just looked at like a crew list for a film that's like very like feminist or whatever, but then the crew is all men? Have you? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it's just that's horrible. What did you what, yeah. what happened here? I get like, upset it does need to be that. done, yeah. but it's, you still should like f- look for talented talent. Right. And like, you know. But it's yeah. a very good thing, and I think with any change, like that, you have to go extreme in that direction totally. for anything to happen. To just even out again a little uh, right. bit, yeah. yeah. Right. I kind of when you were in a previous episode that I listened to, you oh. guys were talking about um, oh, callback, like straight people kind of invading the uh, queer spaces. Sure. And um, I don't know if this has to do with it at all no, or I'm, relates. I'm very interested. But I feel like more as you know queerness is more accepted people want to be a part of it and sure. I, I think it's such a an awesome thing but I can see how like those underground communities like don't want that necessarily yeah. mm-hmm. but I guess you know things are changing and nothing will ever stay the same so yeah. um yeah yeah it is a it is a interesting balance because Brittany Roseoff the last guest we had on and I'm not sure what if this will be the last episode what order it'll air in but yeah. last episode we had on was talking about like you know how one of her questions was mm-hmm. why do you know she was asking me specifically like when you have these like queer things with your friends and you have like queer nights where you invite all your queer friends over and you guys watch a movie and she's like you know why do you not include me or like your other <laughs> good friends or like like Zach for example sure. and 
you know, in a sense it does, I can see how that feels exclusionary. It is tough mm-hmm. to find that balance, right? Because there is a reason we have gay clubs and it's because we need a place to go where we can feel safe, safe. and feel open yeah. to being ourselves. And that is often why we kind of like group off and, you know, and kind of exclude people, but it does kind of go against a lot of what queerness is about, which is inclusion of all people. Right. Um, so it is hard. That's the thing. It is like finding this balance, it's right? Tough. Yeah. Because it, you do want to be able to make queer films that are and have queer directors and queer DPs and queer writers and everything. But then you also want, you know, people like you or other filmmakers to be able to tell a wide variety of stories. Yeah. Right? I like letting people in, uh, like, to that part of my life as well. But only, like, I, I don't just. I don't think everybody should just be able to come into a gay club. I don't just invite all my exactly. straight friends to a gay club or right. anything like that. Um, yeah, I get it. It, the, it. It's a hard thing to talk. Like, it's I, weird because I, there's no yeah. hard and fast rules about right. it. That's it, what it is. It's, it's like also, it's so tenuous. It's like those spaces aren't made to keep certain people out. It's more just to make certain people feel safe because they don't feel safe otherwise or, or right. allow them to be fully themselves because they can't do that in their day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not, the thing is, and I get the feeling of like, wait, it looks fun in there. I want to come in there too. But like, it's not like a a club. We didn't ask to be part of this club. We were pushed into it and yeah. we made the best of this space, this small space that we have. Part of it too is not so much that like when I'm in a group, there's nothing wrong with I have a wide variety of friends, you know, straight, gay, whatever. But when I have all my gay friends together, just in a group of gay people, they're at their freest and they talk, they speak openly and they act openly and they're not shy. And honestly, sometimes when there even is one straight person in the room, sometimes they can close up a little bit. Because some people in their, do. In their, yes. Not everyone, yeah. but there are some people who shut a little bit of that shine off you know, yeah. they, they shut a little bit of that part of themselves off. That's a great way to put it. Because mm. they, in all in their entire life, they kind of have to do that mm-hmm. because there are very few spaces. I mean, even me, I consider myself a very open and proud person. Mm. I curb my gayness sometimes, Absolutely. depending on where I am. Whether or not you even notice it. It's a subconscious thing yeah. a lot of times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that is part of the reason why those things exist. I would also never um, try and go into uh like a woman's space or something like that unless i was invited like right um i love that it exists that's not for me you know yeah. like i don't need to be but yeah if, if spaces the spaces people make for themselves are important if people invite you in that's wonderful yes but don't invade you can never it. you can you can't force yourself in there yeah that yeah. totally makes sense yeah but yeah dude, i think you're right i think that like I think now there's a, like probably a lot of straight men that would complain about all these in- initiatives to get wi- female DPs or women, you oh, know, yeah. directors and all that stuff. But really, again, it's like women have had to work twice as hard to get half as much. And really, yeah. that kind of leg up is just actually putting us on an even yeah. more even playing people field. People complain about all that affirmative action, all those sorts of programs that just help people who just raise people up to a, a level playing field and, and people make excuses and try and exactly. say like, oh, if they're just, you know, they're just choosing them because of the X, Y, and Z. Like, no, like yeah. there's, there's a long history of discrimination towards all these people and we're just now kind of sort of a little bit making up for it. Right. Um, we're just trying to get these people equal to where you are already at. Yeah. You know, yeah, I see people complaining about that all the time, but 
when people bring me on as a DP, um, it feels like they're taking a chance on me a little bit. And um, I also feel like it's harder to fight for certain things like or just be paid of, you know, my normal rate or Mm -hmm. ask for a piece of equipment that costs money. Um, I'm I can be more hesitant to ask for those things because I don't want to be rocking the boat and I I don't want to be considered a problem. And I I know I'm very unlikely to come off that way, but it still scares me. And I hear people say like I hear people talk about male DPs that they worked with and and they can be very demanding. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could. I I need to try and be more like that. But um, you don't want to be the woman who's um, being a problem. Right. Because those those male those male DPs who ask for all these extra lights or these bigger lights or these more expensive dollies or whatever, they're demanding. Mm -hmm. If you did that, you'd be a bitch. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, 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 it's not, I mean, every industry, but also every, just speaking of like film, like you never hear of a, a, like a woman actor, um, doing something crazy just because she was going method like right. Jared Leto literally harassing everybody on set all mm-hmm. of his workers oh he's just method because he's playing the right. joker he's damaged like right. never 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 ever. thought about that yeah, yeah and any woman would have been blacklisted yeah, yeah immediately yeah oh she's impossible to work with yeah you know, sorry, we need you to call him Mr. Lincoln all day. Why? He's in character. Like, yeah, it's fuck like, you. Fuck like, off. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> but no, you're right. I totally get that. You don't want to. And it's a real big thing with rate mm-hmm, because yeah. you feel already grateful for being given this, uh, you know, because as women, we have been taught to not expect much. Or to not expect what all these men have. Yeah. So when we finally at least get that title, we're like not quite as demanding with our rate. Mm. Yeah. And part of me feels like um, I kind of cheated the system and now I'm in a little bit because I am young. The age thing is a big thing, too. Um, I'm young and I'm a woman and I feel like an imposter. Imposter syndrome is so real. It's Uh, such a thing. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I do have that guilt almost, even though I'm here because yeah. I you, tried really hard. You know, <laughs> no, you work your you, you know, you know the way to beat imposter syndrome is to think, no, 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 I'm not an imposter. Or no, no, actually, no, lean in. I am an imposter. <laughs> I am an imposter. I tricked all these motherfuckers. I'm really good I at this. I am the son of Loki. I, I am a trickster god. I killed just I just killed the game. They don't even know what's what. Yeah, I'm yeah. here. They believe me. They're idiots. At least I'm yeah. good at something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it is it is real. Like you know, I told someone this the other day. It was half a joke, but they were talking. I said, "Oh, I did this," and they were like, "Oh, you did that," and I was like, "Well, yeah, I have the confidence of a straight white man," and they mm. were like, "Good for you." <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and I was like, "Which is partially like I don't necessarily." I don't I don't have quite the confidence of a straight white man, but I <laughs> I get kind of close. And honestly, I just I just say things. I just say this is the rate I want. And yeah. when they told me you can't have that rate, I said, "Okay, well then I don't work here anymore." Right. You That's know? awesome. And I think that a lot of women it's hard it's really hard for us to see how valuable we are because we're taught you need to be really modest. Yeah. Like anytime you get confident, it's like, 
whoa, 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 yeah. take it down. Don't like, take up too much space. Exactly. Take it down like 10 notches, you know, <laughs> where men are have all this space to feel that way and are never told to not feel that way. And if you men, when men get something, they sorry, I'm really I'm generalizing. When, when I feel like when a lot of straight men get. No, I'm with you. I feel like when a lot of straight <laughs> men get something, their thought is. Yeah, I definitely deserve this, mm-hmm. you yeah, know? And totally. I feel like it's just the way, oh you know, God. we were raised. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've, like, just gotten a little bit of something or to the next goal or whatever, and I just think, like, how, what? <laughs> how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, I, I definitely, and, like, I worked here, but also, who did, yeah, again, who did I trick? <laughs> why, right. did, why is this, right. why is this like this? Yeah. 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 I just, I, yeah. I feel like more straight white men need to approach things like, wow, I'm lucky to be here. <laughs> Yeah, and I think more queer people and women need to be like, I've fucking earned this, mm-hmm. like, and I deserve this. And yeah, I think it is like, you know, because it's the way we were kind of raised in society, right? Like a lot of straight white men were given this societal confidence and we were kind of given this societal self-consciousness that's just been kind of instilled in us. And I think that, you know, when you see sadly not only because of misogyny but a lot of a lot more men are in power right now but it's also because of our own kind of a lot of women to be like i don't know if i deserve this yeah you know and and our lack of like really going for it when we really should and we really could and I, I also wanted to say that women are also in the position where they're hiring men because they think men will do a better job. Like we do this to ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I've for years I've been um, really I been like collecting a group of women that I hire all the time. And I had to get past that, like hiring the man that I'm comfortable with because I know they do the job well right because you already know him and yeah, yeah exactly right. and just like reaching out to more people and um uh, taking a chance or whatever <laughs> right right um yeah you have to go outside of that comfort zone and yeah women do it too so it's good to recognize that in ourselves yeah great i think that's a great place i love that yeah to kind of yeah to transition i think this is to, the time yeah, no problem um so you know i want to get into kind of a goofy goofy space you know we're talking about uh the workplace and the office and stuff like that and um i want to talk about office like sins office no-nos things you're never supposed to do in the office i like this i've got some (laughs) all right and so i've got a list of some and but i i and i want to i'm gonna list them off and i want you to tell me whether or not you've done it and how punishable that should be (laughs) okay does this apply to set because i've never worked in an office i sure i'm pretty sure most of that well yeah some of them are going to be a little different but i've had to set foot in offices though yeah 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 yeah, yeah, (laughs) and and you can imagine it yeah you know yeah yeah perfect you can still tell me how much like yeah oh yeah just uh burn them at the stake for that yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah Great. Yeah, I want you to tell me the punishment that should okay, be given great. for each of these Guillotine. things. Yeah, yeah, totally. Locked, or, it, locked in the broom closet or, all day. Or if it's just like, no big deal, everybody does that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so okay. starting off like... I'll so, be honest, because yeah. work, I've worked in an office for a long time now, yeah. and I work in close quarters yeah. with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And then like, if you have a brief little anecdote, yeah, let's, uh, I'd like to Start hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so starting off really simple, just taking a sick day just because you just you just want a day off. Oh, I've done it. Yeah, Hell of course yeah, we have. That. Of course we have. Is that yeah. punishable? 
I think that's important. I it's good to take it. I self care. Have me Depending time. on how many you've taken before right. that. The second one is two in a row. Just because? Just because you need it, I guess. You wanted a real long weekend, Haley. I, I've i never done that. Right. And I'm trying to think of, you know, I don't know it, how how punishment, it depends on how much work I had to take over because that person sure, was sure, gone. Sure, sure. Ooh, if yeah. I had to take over their shit, then it would be punishable by uh, a belly flop from 10 <laughs> feet up. Wow, that yeah. is harsh. That's going to leave a mark. It'll leave a mark. It'll, it'll give you a little red belly. <laughs> you guys that. are going to think of all these creative punishments <laughs> and I'm going to be like harsh talking to No, a belly flop uh, from 10 feet up. No, give me give me the chair. Please. No. <laughs> no. You made your bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I I swear I was sick for both Thursday and Friday. Uh yeah, at that point you're you're making a decision to just screw somebody else over, I think. Yeah, I mean depe- obviously it always depends on your job but I'm just relating this to my situation I get that that could be an issue Uh, coming into work hungover who hasn't done that right I'm hungover now (laughs) (laughs) it's midday no I'm joking (laughs) Yeah, I understand when someone does that. Yeah. It's, I mean, as long as they, Look, if the, it's really affecting them doing their job, sure. then that kind of sucks, though. I, I would be mad. Yeah. Their hangover is punishment enough. That's true. I think. That's the already hang, the punishment. That hangover is worse punishment yeah. than anything you could give them. I will say one time I came, I was, a, this was way back in the day when I was doing um, PA work. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten dumped the night before set no and by the way it was like my friend oh poor guy he's so nice my friend was i'll say him my friend nick it was like his first production coordinator job okay and he was like hey i got this job i'll hire you as a pa (gasps) and this was when jobs were few and far between for me and i think the night before i'd gotten dumped so i got hella drunk Mm. that night what were you drinking I think just tons of beer. Yeah. You know, that's my MO. Yeah. Um, Loose cans of beer. Yeah. And I woke up the next day. I was late to set, which I never oh, am. Man. And then I, when I went to go get coffee, I went and got coffee and then locked my keys in my trunk. So then I had to wait for my roommate, Andy, to get. Luckily, I had a spare set. Yeah, thank God. To drive my spare set. And luckily, she was home and could do it, you know, drive my spare set to where I was. The coffee was late. The craft services were like How late. How cold was the coffee at that point? Oh, I don't even remember. Jesus. But it was awful. Yeah. And trust me, the hangover was punishment enough, and the oh, and the boy. and the guilt, right? And like of that was that was punishment enough. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. pretty bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, recovered memory. So many recovered memories yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think you should have had to maybe on top of that walk on a couple Legos. Zach. You were late. We're friends. You were so late. Legos. That's okay. Five. <laughs> Five Legos right. and a hangover. Okay, but no Lego men. Not with the little claw No, 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 hands. no. Just a few Just little blocks. six six, uh, six little bricks. Six the, by twos six, or whatever. Six by twos. Oh, two by threes or whatever. Yeah, whichever yeah, yeah. they are. Two by threes, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, um, using as per my last email. Ugh. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. As um, per my last email. Yeah. As a way to be as like, like a passive aggressive. As a passive aggressive. It's yeah. never not passive aggressive. Right. Well, I don't think I've ever done it. Mm. I have sent an email in that vein yeah. where it's like, I know you have not addressed this shit mm-hmm. yet. Where it's, it's basically in like, this chain. Look yeah. up. Where it's yeah. basically like, 
hey, still waiting on this. Yeah. You know, or hey, did you get a chance to do this yeah. yet? Reminder, reminder. Yeah. I haven't re- done the as per my last email yeah. yet, though. Yeah, I think there are other ways to go about it mm-hmm. than saying that annoying sentence. Is, but, it, yeah. is it punishable? You know what? Hmm. Honestly, the person who didn't respond is worse. I think so. Is worse. Yeah, than I agree. I'm very big on reading emails, and yeah. I, it bothers me when someone doesn't address something. Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> if it's like work related. Or when it's, or, or really if it's just like, something that was in the email and they're like where are we where are we parking like well i that's, said that i oh, said it i yeah. like especially on a call sheet where i have like at that length put every detail yeah. in that yeah. is annoying because i've been a production coordinator before mm-hmm. and granted i had one job as a production coordinator and i was like fuck this because yeah. mm-hmm. you get the most first of all there's a hundred people on set so if everyone after you send out all the information if everyone texts you hey what's the address again yeah. like a hundred people i'm like Fuck all you guys. I wrote all this shit in here. Don't talk to me. I have too mm. much other shit to do. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes my crew texts me with those questions and I'm like, I'm in the same boat as you. I yeah. read read the email and <laughs> like, yeah. why are you asking me? Right. <laughs> Barf. So, as for my last email, honestly, as annoying as that is, I get the frustration. They can walk so free. I'm going to I'm going to let him off on probation. Yeah. All right, for Just now. don't do it again. Yeah. If you violate the as per my last email again, <laughs> then you're going to the clink. But yeah. for now, you know, this is your that. first offense. First offense. Just do it in a And it was way. reactionary, to be fair. Exactly. Um, it was self-defense. Self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. Um, yelling at your boss. What? Whoa. Uh-uh. No, never, not <laughs> I even. don't like that. I've never done. No, I've never done that. I can't imagine. Yeah, I've only ever yelled at one boss, <gasps> and that was Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he hundred percent deserved it. Whatever yeah, it was, that's amazing. It, it was so clear that no one has ever spoken to him sternly before, oh or, or, or at least not in a god. very long time. Yeah, he was doing a show, The Neighbors, which I think there's a couple episodes on Hulu, and I was yeah. working as an art director. Um, I think you had texted me yeah. about shooting it or something yeah it was it was it was it was like a nutty fever dream that like felt like it lasted months and was probably only a couple of weeks but like oh my god there was a certain point when i realized that he was only going to pay me four hundred dollars indefinitely <laughs> in total like in total indefinitely oh man. and like not even even per week Horrible, horrible, right? Horrible, but it was also like i was just starting out and like i'll probably get a few good stories out of this yeah you know and then at a certain point I I was just like you have to you have to pay you have to pay your people Tommy yeah. and he was, like, he, was, he was all like oh I didn't realize it was so money oriented it was like wow I thought this was passion so it's a passion wow. for you yeah. oh baby come on that's hilarious uh, and then I just flat out just dug into Tommy Wiseau him and uh, I I can't escape I got, that man yeah and I got my money and I left and it was weird oh he was oh horrible, yeah he horrible. is horrible I can't escape him my my friends yeah had him they went to like a midnight screening of the room and they make them watch the his other stuff before or something Uh, i don't remember but basically they were like hey they had a band they were like hey tommy you should direct our music video to which he said sure and no why (laughs) so here's actually what ended up happening happening with the music video is they hired you know all their friends who were like my friends who are like great dps and great gaffers and stuff so the problem was is it was weird but it was almost too good 
because it looked good because uh-huh. it was shot well and everything. Sure. But basically, my friends were like, do you want to come? This was, again, back when I was doing grip and electric work. And they were like, do you want to come on as a grip or an extra? And I was like, I don't know. Where do you need me more? <laughs> and they were like, show up ready for both. And I was like, okay. That sounds like a time it was so set. <laughs> exactly. So I was either ready to be like dance party girl or like <laughs> butch what D&E chick. What does that look like? Well, I had two outfits Great. ready. Okay, good. But, I feel uh, like you could have combined the I two. I could have made with yeah. a belt. Overalls. You know? Yeah, overalls. Oh, yeah, sexy overalls. Sexy overalls. Anyway, I ended up being an extra. But he said some of the meanest, most offensive stuff to women. <gasps> and to me, too. But because I have the confidence of a straight white man, <laughs> and because I would never take any anything Tommy Wiseau would say about my appearance seriously. No, right. take it with yeah. like a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. And by that, I mean like one of those things that give cows to lick. <laughs> But basically, at one point, he was like, oh, I need one of the pretty girls here. And then it was basically like, not you. I can tell you. you've met Tommy because <laughs> you had you have the voice down. Yeah. Exactly. But basically, he was like, You're not you. And I was like cracking up because I was like, it's fine. I don't care that you think I'm pretty or not. But then at the rap party, I brought this girl I was dating at the time. And was did he have that assistant, Raul? Oh, it wasn't Raul. It's a different guy. Different guy? Yeah. But basically, he has this assistant. I don't think he keeps people around for long. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, this guy was really strange, so they might still be, you know, together. Sure. But basically, Tommy and this guy, Ra- Raul, were trying to, like, bring me and this girl I was dating. Like, we're trying to bring us home. Like, we're trying to fuck us. And we were like... I'm sorry. What are Is you doing? Tommy trying to get in a devil's three-way with his assistant Raul? A devil's orgy. Orgy. Yeah. So at one point, Ra- at one point, a devil orgy is when you have two straight guys and a lesbian couple, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's happy about Nobody, the situation. Yeah. And basically, Raul pulled me aside at one point and like tried to kiss me. I was like, "What are you doing?" Jesus. I was like, "This my girlfriend is like here right now. Like, what do you guys? They just did not understand like what lesbians were, or that like I guess women like us. Could I look believe like that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Anyways, that's my. Wow. We'll cut all that Very out. Good. So no, I, that could be a, we could do an old, a separate little episode. <laughs> That's great. That the Tommy Wiseau episode. The Tommy Wiseau. <gasps> could talk about Tommy Wiseau for forever. We I should have a lot no, of stories. I'm talking about guest. Get Tommy Wiseau? No, we you can't. can't escape to, him. <laughs> I used to have his phone number in my phone. Why but is it I, so it's enticing? <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, it would be horrible. I don't want Tommy Wiseau to know where Josh spends no, a lot of his time. I want to protect Josh. I'd rather get like have just us just chat about our shared, just separate experiences with Tommy Wiseau you knew that. and not have him on the show whatsoever. Because <laughs> I don't think that anybody should give that man anything. Any more platforms? No, you're right. He's actually he's a horrible, he is a bad garbage. Guy. Human being made of nightmares and cobwebs. Yeah, he is a bad guy. He's a really, like, he's yeah. basically vampire. He got oddly lucky. Yeah. <laughs> right. In how horrible he is. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, had too much to drink at the holiday party. <laughs> I know a lot of those people. I have not done that. Yeah. Luckily. I've definitely had a good amount, but there's always someone more drunk than sure. me. Oh, good. That's great. Always. Yeah. Um, Hmm, I'm even wondering because like a lot of ridiculousness holiday parties happen on a Thursday, which yeah, is fucked which up. Which is bad because everyone has to come in the next day, mm-hmm. so it's right. really mean. Why do they do that? That's crazy. I don't know. I think maybe knowing that because it's easier to book the standard rooftop ho- like uh, on a Thursday. <laughs> on a Thursday. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, knowing how cheap that company is, it's because it's just cheaper. Um, but it is really mm-hmm. uh, seeing people come in like literally like. 
the next day. I'm even wondering if the if the hangover is punishment enough again. But I think also depends on what you holiday rules. I think in general, mm. like you you forgive people because it's <laughs> it's the holidays. It is the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it kind of expected that everyone's supposed to get drunk at the holiday? I think a little party? bit. There always yeah. has to be one, and I think everyone's always expecting right. one <laughs> person yeah. to go buck wild. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's the best part about that? Is it's always the person you expect the least. Really? To get to get crazy? Nice, because yeah. they have the most. Let, they have to let loose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Microwaving fish in an office. Death. death. <laughs> Punishable by death. This immediate bullet in the skull. Punishable by death. First of all, <laughs> never. Fish never leftovers. Yeah. Am I right? Am I wrong? Yeah. I guess. People who try to take home sushi, like, oh. literally, what are you doing? Unless you're going to literally go home and eat Scarf it. Scarf it down. That night. Yes. Like, watching TV. Maybe. Yeah. But... I guess no, I would maybe bring fish to the office, but I would just eat it cold. Eat it cold. Yeah, yeah that's good. fair I'm enough. I'm not really a microwave You're person. A You're a diplomat. Yeah. You're a diplomat, for sure. That's, yeah. That I can live with. Death. But yeah. I- Hung by the neck until dead. <laughs> yeah. First of all, even like, honestly, like, and I've done this, microwaving broccoli is a little sketchy. Yeah. Mm. Like, let alone fish. It's different when it's in your own home. Yeah. If, I think for some reason the broccoli decides to smell worse when it's in a public setting. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I think punishable by death, yeah. I was just on a travel job where um, we had an Airbnb, and mm. we actually filmed in this beautiful mansion in Jacksonville, yeah. and we stayed there, too. And it oh, was cool. it was really fun because we had a day off. But like on our shoot day, um, we got we had Mediterranean food and then we had to move to a different location. And the Mediterranean food didn't smell great to begin with. Like it was mm-hmm. just filling the house. And I was like, I really hope they put that away. And they didn't. And we got back and the house smelled so bad. And oh. I was really upset about it. Oh, that <laughs> sucks. It All right. only lasted a day. This is the last one. It's very simple, but it's it it could it could ruin I think a whole I could ruin you he's just <laughs> accidentally replying all oh <laughs> or worse like as in you sent something to a mm. work email oh it's really funny because there's <laughs> I mean I'll say it I don't think he cares he's open about it Brandon uh-huh. in our office yes fucking hates it when people reply all on like <laughs> on like emails that are sent to like everyone in the office that are like Hey, so and so got like our boss got lunch for the office, you know, and then someone will reply, great. "All cool." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Great," and like it's fucking hilarious because every time someone does that, Brandon just like replies all something. Like, oh, that's really great. <laughs> <laughs> but he's such a, he just likes to be a troll too. But I I'll, like I like email humor. I usually yeah. I've I've stopped being like, "Hey, everybody," and I've slowly integrated like. Uh, it's been things like, "Hey, uh, cowpokes," and then and then it's like, "Hey, sports fans," and then, uh, yeah. "Hey, um, <laughs> mermaids and and wizards," or and, and I slowly get into the very like, "Hey, like displaced dwarves," <laughs> or like, or just like just yeah, it just gets crazier and crazier. It's it's just fun. But, I've um learned to like not see because because we work where we work. Like I've realized that like any kind of email like I don't send professional emails at work anymore because I've literally sent the email hey let's cut the TC of the monkey jerking off at 32 seconds (laughs) and once you send like that email you don't need to be like 
You're right. Hello, everyone. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, you don't need to be formal. You can right. just be like, yeah. all right, fuck it. You know, or like when someone sends me an email like, hey, we have to kill this clip because the person said no, I just go, God damn it. Or like, fuck, <laughs> you know, because once you send an email about monkey jizz, all bets are off. All bets are True. off. As, yeah. as the saying goes. <laughs> uh, I so, think the person that replies all should get a wet willy. Oh, there you I go. Wanted by to everybody. Yeah. By everybody on the email chain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like that. I thought of, of punishment. I think that's that is very, a good one. That's apt. I almost said hangnail, but that's too much. Hangnails Ooh. are too bad. Ooh, uh-uh. they get a hangnail. Yeah, they have a hangnail, uh, but that's too that's too, too much. much. That's too, too much. much. No, although uh, no, just they just they just get a wet willy from twenty people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Easy. Oh god. Wow. Good. I'm glad we all we settled that all out. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, Carissa, have you had fun? I have. This has been great. Aww, I'm so Yay. glad we got to get you on. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. This was such a good time. Um, thank you for just sharing and, and being very open with us. Um, but now is the time that you get to put us on the spotlight and ask us a judgment-free question. Okay. You've always wanted to ask a gay or lesbian person. Ooh, yeah. I So I thought of a few, Ooh. and I feel like some are- you get might, one. Might be like <laughs> juicier than the others, but there's one that I just find interesting. Mm. Okay, I'll just do the interesting one and not the sexual one. Uh, well, I don't know. They're both That's fine. No, yeah, both, both, one. Both sex valid. is interesting. You know, okay. I okay. Either are good. So um, I was thinking about how the term partner uh, has been used in like gay relationships, but recently it's become more of like a wide, widely used thing. And I think that's kind of cool. Um, but it like might be confusing sometimes. And anyway, I wanted to ask you guys like if you use the term partner ever and when is the right time to use partner in a relationship? Yeah. Good that's question. a great question. Yeah. Cuz I've also noticed where like straight people are doing it. Yeah. And then I go What? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but what? Like I I I always say boyfriend. I love yeah. the term. Like I think once I just realized I was gay and then and then finally was just like cool with it. I was like, this is my boyfriend. I want people to know who my boyfriend is. Mm-hmm. Um I get why people say partner. Um but is that are people saying that for other people? Is are they saying that to make other people more comfortable? That's what I that's what I think. I think that mm-hmm. like I think I think you're exactly right in that. Um I've never used the term partner and actually I feel like people have of our generation, yeah. I don't know many people who do say partner. It's an older... I think it's an old guard, and I think part of it is is the euphemism part of it, yeah. where it makes straight people feel better when you say partner yeah. instead of your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something like a little like, you know, yeah. like gives makes people shudder. Like when I say girlfriend, it, it's a little like more like ooh, like it's jarring. Just a little more throwing your sexuality in there. Exactly. Face Whereas when you say partner, it's almost like. A euphemism. Um, well, it's just like, I, I know they mean a woman, but I can pretend whatever I want. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Or it's like a thank you. Or, or it's almost like a thing where it's like, I know that as a gay person, like if I say I can't say girlfriend, like straight yeah. people say girlfriend. Like, right. I know we're not as equal like to you people. You know what I mean? Like I, I, it might be partly in our own heads. But but yeah, I think that I've mostly only heard older people refer to partners. I also like I do think that. For some people, it might be nice because it's a non-gendered term. Um, That's true. Right. And I think that um, if if they like using that, 
all the power to them. Like, um, I get the idea that, like, I mean, it, you know, it is a partnership or it should be a partnership. And, and if, if you don't conform to gender roles, that could be a great word to use. That's but, true. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I figured that may, may be the reason people yeah. are using it now. But, um, yeah, I always thought of it as kind of an old fashioned thing. Um, and and the fact that like people gay people couldn't get married before mm-hmm. so i i figured like partner basically was the equivalent right. to like being having like a husband or wife right right um, right exactly but now like yeah i've seen a few um straight people my age uh use that recently and yeah. um actually i worked with someone for a long time and thought she was gay because she would always refer to her partner, partner. and i just assumed and um then I uh, learned that it was a dude, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, interesting. Like, I've done the same exact thing. I feel yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't really heard many people like of our generation yeah. use it lately. And then I was thinking, like, should I be using that? Because I've been with my boyfriend, like, for, boyfriend for eight years, and mm-hmm. um, has been eight years. Almost in August. Nice. Wow, Congrats. Congrats. crazy! That yeah. is wild. So, That's awesome. Yeah, and sometimes saying decade. boyfriend almost like seems to belittle what it is a little bit. Because he's not a boy. <laughs> he's not a boy. Your man friend. And <laughs> also, like <laughs> boyfriend does imply like a man, something less serious. Yes. It could be, a, yeah, a man maybe. pal, maybe. <laughs> and like a friend of mine, guy buddy. <laughs> a, another friend of mine like started got into a relationship recently with a man and she um i think she um does she dates men and women and i and maybe that's why like mm-hmm. she calls him a partner i don't know but just um, whoever they're they're dating that's their partner exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then but when she started calling him her partner i was i almost felt like Hey, she was on another level than what my relationship is, but I want oh. like I almost felt like You're jealous right. or something. It does. It does feel like for whatever reason, and it's so weird how words have this power. But it does for whatever reason feel like partner is more serious than boyfriend. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is weird. Yeah. So I see what you're saying where you're like After eight years, yeah, I could feel the, weird, the especially side. when someone else is like, "Oh, this is my partner," and you're like, "Well, this is my boyfriend." Yeah. Like right. you feel like it's less <laughs> when really it's like probably the same thing yeah. but yeah I, mean, I don't know ultimately use the terminology that you feel comfortable with and you like using totally. like I, I, I also yeah I think if I were dating uh, somebody who is non-binary I would probably if it use partner if it made them totally more yeah. yeah for sure that's cool um, but I can I've also never been in a relation for eight, for eight years I also think if that were totally. to happen maybe I wouldn't want it to be my boyfriend you know yeah. like right but yeah. there's also a bunch of things like they could think I'm talking about a business partner sure. or yeah. right. like it seems sex very vague. <laughs> sex, sex and love partner. It does seem a little vague. Yeah. yeah. So it is it is strange. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I guess you use. That's why I just use the term cuddle buddy. <laughs> but you know what's Aww. funny is. My main squeeze. That's is people. Good. I think British people use partner to mean like spouse. Oh. You know what I mean? Like they'll yeah. say like, oh, my partner. And they mean their wife or my partner. And I mean, they mean their husband. That's so I think cool. it, it might derive somewhere from from that, and I don't know, but yeah, I like partner, but I also think that yeah, I think you're right. I think when gay people first started using it, it was because it was way to denote this is my quote unquote husband. Yeah, yeah. this is Life my quote partner. unquote wife. Yeah, because I can't actually be married. And because yeah, I yeah. yeah yeah I like for right now I'm enjoying 
boyfriend i don't have one right. uh, but if i were to <laughs> yeah yeah me and my uh, girlfriend say girlfriend but yeah maybe down yeah. the road but if i got married sorry when because it's gonna happen yeah um i think i'd like husband but yeah. i totally see what you're saying about being in a relationship for a long enough time that you're like boyfriend seems yeah too right. high school or something yeah yeah I've never thought, and I agree with you, Zach, because I've never been in a relationship long enough. Right. Where, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, girlfriend almost feels like it's not enough. Yeah. Or boyfriend feels like it's not enough, you know, to describe yeah. what you have. I haven't been in something long enough. Hopefully, this one is. <gasps> oh. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Good question. Hey, yeah. Did oh, that. Thanks. I think did that kind of delve into I think we got into a lot yeah, of Yeah, no, and it was cool to that. hear your thoughts on it because, um, yeah, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing a little bit. It's a good question. It, it, I, yeah, when it's you, cool yeah. that it it's is. It's going to make it stump us. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it is like a generally generational thing, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's just, it's not black and white. It is it is gray. There's a lot of reasons why somebody might want to yeah. use that word. Yeah. The answers are generally gray. Gray. Yeah. That's our takeaway. That's our takeaway. <laughs> fun. Very fun. Uh, Carissa. Are you working on anything that people should be checking out or is, is there anywhere that anyone can find you yeah. online? Um, so you can find me at CL Dorson on Instagram. Um, and then D-O-R-S-O-N. I, yes, C-L-D-O-R-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. Um, I, also another cool thing, because we were talking about female cinematographers, there's a group called the ICFC um, and you can follow them on Instagram too, but it's a group, it's the International Collective of Female Cinematographers just to show that we exist and we're all like full-time DPs and uh, we awesome. post about projects like every day on that Instagram. Awesome. Um, I got to plug so many things. I have uh, an Instagram called at funny people serious photos. I was going to say, yeah. I was hoping you'd mention that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a photo series that I've been doing for like five years now um, because I work in comedy a lot and it's portraits of comedians in their homes and I get like a quote from each person that's kind of vulnerable about their work and their lives and how they channel their fears and anxieties into comedy. It should be so huge. Yeah. I mean, she gets huge people. She gets like the Duplass brothers. Yes. Uh, Fortune Feimster was like the last yeah. one, right? I mean, huge names on it's here. Incredible. You guys should definitely check it it's out. It's a very cool yeah. series. Yeah. I'll make a book one day. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh coffee table coffee book. Table book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured it's There's just a, a thing that I'll right. keep doing for a while. Yeah. Um, uh, and I shot a feature uh, that is out now. It's called It's a Party, and it's streaming on Showtime. Nice. And you can buy it on iTunes or rent it or in all the places. Um, and it's really funny. I love that. Yeah. With a lot of comedians that I love. So. Nice. Yeah. Definitely follow Carissa because you'll be hearing more and more and more and more of her name if Absolutely. you watch movies mm-hmm. or television. Mm-hmm. So. You're gonna. This is not the last time you're gonna hear her name. <laughs> oh, thank Sounds you, guys. Like <laughs> yeah. You will not. You have not heard the last from Carissa Dawson. She uh, won't haunt you or anything. No. At least I don't think so. But mm, you know, well, we'll you never see. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, guys, uh, thank you so much to Carissa. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. And you can find us on Instagram at Not Together Podcast on Twitter at not together cast um on facebook at we're not together look us up where we'll answer any questions you have we're we'll so message responsive. you guys we're yeah. so lonely <laughs> and you can email us uh any questions or concerns that you guys have guys we don't get many emails from you guys we would love more I emails love more emails um you can email us at 
nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. And shit, I think that's it. I Zach. think you nailed it. You yeah. did that all by yourself, and that was Look amazing. Look at me. I'm growing. You really are. I can't so... get the intro right, but I can get this I part right. I think you're doing everything great, and I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Oh, man. Chris, I thank Aww. you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you, guys. Yeah. This, this was such great. a good episode. So, yeah. so fun. Um, well, thank you so much, all of you, for listening. Um, again, please reach out to us uh, if with your own stories or if you have anything to say. Like, did we get something totally wrong? Let us know. Um, but again, thank you so much. We love you all. And have a great day. Bye. Bye. We're Not Together is a Reverie original podcast, executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pelliccione. The show is hosted and produced by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. show is edited by Josh Perkins, and our theme song was composed by Barry Anderson. Download the Reverie app now and use the code TOGETHER, Together for 25% off your first three months.